I say? You can go to hell. Uh, 420. This program is intended for adult audiences. 6.31. I want to go home. So don't get your mark ass, bitch ass, chump ass, whore ass feelings hurt because you are now listening to the most unapologetic wrestling podcast in all the annals of the internet. Mother, Mother squatcher. You. I've come to the conclusion that the world, quite frankly, is just not big enough for the both of us. Somebody belt was so bland. You ain't like it? I love the ECW. Yo, yo, uh, yo, uh, yo, yo, it's me, yo, yo, uh, yo, a uh, yo, uh, yo, uh, yo, perfect champion, yo, yo, uh, yo, yo, uh, yo, yo, into the K to the B, 420, I hate him, yo, 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 and in front of me, oh my god, oh, oh my god, in front of me, oh my god, oh, oh my god, it's not me, to whatever motherfucker is Oh, yo, uh, yo, uh, yo, we got two guests Yo, yo, uh, yo, uh, yo, we got two guests Yo, yo, uh, yo, uh, yo, yo, uh, 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 yo, u
Speaking of which, yeah, don't don't be like don't be like a late breaking female companion. I drunk the four loco. Yeah, he drank shit. Yeah, yeah. But then I also don't trust what you got going on today, Dooley. Uh you left me here by myself. And I feel like, you know, if it's a collective effort, I feel like if he ain't drinking today, why I gotta drink today? I ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> you dodged a bullet. I don't know what you got on your pizza or what you ate last night and had a Mexican or what ha- or what have you. And excuse me as I take this shot of this pineapple Amsterdam airplane shot of vodka. <sighs> All right, I'm a man. I'm a man. Now, how about that grape sour for a logo? See, this is what got late breaking female companion in trouble. Yeah, he could he could handle it. Yeah, he couldn't handle it at all. God, it's been an entire year, and like someone that was on a high in 2022, take a look at that same situation in 2023. Just man. Finally, I'm finally back to my winning ways. Finally, back to my perfect ways. Mm-hmm. Finally, back to being Mr. Perfect. Oh, God, man. We are watching. What are we watching? Royal Rumble because, you know, it's Royal, Ru- uh, Royal Rumble season and it's Royal Rumble 2010. This was a very predictable one for the Royal Rumble winning. I think. I, for one, just didn't think that title that year should come off of Chris Jericho when Edge returned. That baby face Edge was terrible. Yeah, it was. But there's nothing terrible about the perfect plex. Perfect plex for the perfect champ. Congratulations, brother, man. Shit, about time. About time. I would have had a couple of them. I would have had a couple of them by now. You would have had one the week before. I was like, Statlin, that's over Baby, look, I told them niggas I was top five when I was underground. Yeah. Fuckin' model bitches, get them hoes to run around. All I ever knew they could be with some free bitch. I'ma let the world nigga see a woman, not a go Nah, I just remember the I sold niggas really. I sold this shit to any nigga wanna found. Used to be a bad song, bust the rhyme. Some niggas had a 35 at him, 29. Air dead nigga, flip on me a hundred times. Had a phone call, thick cold, but I rode around. Bought a car, throw the tent on, and I roll around. Yeah, brand new whip, pull up, brand new bitch in it. Niggas sick when we pull up, you know how we with it. The cop every bottle, get drunk, and they spill it all over the place. Watch my Speaking shoes, which, I'm getting plenty money. How about what you thought about that block bus, bro? Uh-huh. Drinking every bottle till a nigga get no nigga. Uh-huh. Hundred bitches buy a nigga, all, all of them go. Only, uh-huh. only say two songs on it. Uh-huh. It was okay. Uh-huh. Meet it, little nigga. 
nigga for a cock the tower. Money always bigger than a brontosaurus. Money, I throw a bitch's cop box the Porsche. Get that dough, shut it, get that hoe for me. Get it here, shut it, sit that low. Bring it back, girl, go ahead and put it on a nigga like, like, you tryna get in over go. Niggas acting like they're throwing money with bosses. You don't wanna do that, cut some of your losses. Every single thing about a nigga, enormous. Lot of gold on a nigga, and a diamond flawless. Motherfuckers can never do the shit I be doing. The best thing you knew, I've been shaking and moving and showing the proof. And you know that we chewing, the business is booming. Don't come around me playing, cause I ain't never fooling with none of you niggas. And when I spit a spooky to some of you niggas, to tell them that you see I ain't moving with none of you niggas. And by this shit till it's time to be gone, fuck up the building till I leave it. I'm done with you niggas. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the baby on T Pain. That shit with him and Moray is cool too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most definitely. The joint legacy. The legacy with his kids. That shit's I love that. I like that shit too. That beat's flawless. Uh-huh. I love when you put music on like this though. It's just it doesn't make life that bad. Even though I have a four local and I'm probably in the bottom. In the lowest of lows of my life at the moment from drinking this bullshit. <laughs> he gonna hit me with a cup of, you know what? Fuck this wrestling shit for a second. Man, you know, man, I hate life right now. Wait a minute, it's not that bad. Yes, it is, man. Look, is your wife going that way? No! Hey! Looking up at Jesus? Reimagine Royal Blues coming. Uh, Reimagine Royal Blues. Hitting out the residue. Trying to put the ass train on my mind. How y'all doing today, man? What's going on, man? It's a beautiful Sunday outside. It's a beautiful Sunday. Uh, I showed up an hour early because I didn't get the uh, message. Until I showed up and I said, you know what? This was just an excuse to go to Walmart. Everybody else has a purple rain t-shirt, so I said, why not me? I said, if anybody, why not me? Nigga, I went to the movies and seen purple rain when that shit dropped. This just shows you how old I am. I know I was like three or four, but I was there. I needed a shirt to wear those aquas. Jay Worley, baby. That read a memory of, but uh, the stand tall cause he did it for blood. Some came and all right out of respect for his mom. But even though she ain't to see it, she still knew what it was. Always uh-huh. on standby in case the enemy's dumb. Uh-huh. And don't think that they won't cause it's on with the phone. I miss two piece bad, like I'm sick of it all. Give every last dollar. I'm on that screws ball. I'm on Six thirty one entertainment dot biz if you want some merch t shirts.
It ain't fried grape This shit is nasty Grape It's not a grape soda Shipping and handling will be free if you live within 10 miles of us. Holler at us and we'll meet you somewhere. You at at the Kroger food line for the Walmarts. (laughs) 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 Shit, I'll even take a picture with you. I ain't nobody, but I'll take a picture with you. I will. You want to pick? Where are we at? Where are we at? Oh, yeah, we're finally right here. Beautiful day, man. I feel like putting some meat on the grill, but I have leftovers that I'm going to eat. Gene. Leftover Carabas. Carabas. Yeah. They, they sit out the smallest Tuscan ribeye I've ever seen. I said, no, we can't do this. Welcome to oh, my, my last time I went to Carabas was okay. Yeah. I mean, the food was good, but that was just a small-ass Tuscan ribeye. If you want to up the price, you can't shrink the meat. Well, Triple H says Shotzi now belongs in the upper tier of the WWE's women division. Fuck he talking about. I don't see it. NXT Shotzi to me was she moved a lot more crisp. She boo this man. Boo who? Triple H. Oh, okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Triple H. Yeah, that, that shit's trash. Yeah. Um, it's not you know not not him as a promoter, but that take <laughs> that take is trash. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, Phil Brooks is all over the news, of course. And now you know if it's WWE seeing this stuff, then yeah, we'll we'll cover it. I don't care about what nobody else says. CM Punk received major money offer from Impact Wrestling instead uh, ahead of WWE. Oh man, you talking about something that would have turned the needle to Impact immediately? Mm-hmm. Immediately. Immediately. That would have been a great, great move. Oh yeah, and there was several things that had happened after uh, Survivor Series last week went off. Uh, you had a. Uh, the drip god Seth fucking Rollins had to be contained by Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and everybody. But they're speculating that that was indeed a work, considering all the shit talk that they had before. Uh, you know, when he was a WWE backstage, you know, the back and forth there, which would, which of course, why would you not have this big money match right there? 
Also, uh, Drew McIntyre had stormed out after uh, after the Survivor Series match, but also that had to do, you know, storyline driven. You know, you can't. So they tried to make some of it, but I was like, nah. Man. What would be would would it be dope if uh, we have Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre team up? Who's this? You say okay. Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre. <coughs> Okay, it's like Shawn Michaels Diesel type shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, Starks is bitten. It's already doing it in AEW. Yeah, I can take that in E. Especially if they ain't doing nothing at the moment. Now, is that title coming off a drip before this happens? Hmm. I feel like the feud for the world heavyweight title Good. is not needed. <laughs> Drink that our great Fofo Loco. Because I am. The champion, not only the champion, I'm Kurt Henning. This is a junior, junior. This is a spoiled Welch's grape soda. Yeah, I'm drinking right now. With a little kick to it. Oh man, before I go any further, man, because you know we get to drinking and shit like that, we get to, we go off a little bit. I mean, we got to, we get the news, man. I'm gonna tell you, God is so good all the time. God is the, all the time. God is good. Mm-hmm. Now we've been talking about this one specific item that we had yet to get, and we talk about it every year. Me and Miss Dot Man Two Eleven was okay. like, "Why the fuck have we not got one yet?" Okay, we got a, 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 a air fryer. We got all sorts of shit at the house. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so last night we're at her company Christmas party, and the name was Drone. Miss Dot Man Two Eleven. That's what it's in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We got the ultra, it's the, the top of the line, Keurig coffee maker. Ain't God good. Boy, what you talking about? <laughs> Ain't nothing like that Keurig. Ain't God good. Ain't nothing like that Keurig. And I go even further. I talk shit about her fugly sweater, okay, because the sweater she got was, to, was, was it was a little, I tried it on. I said, okay, maybe, maybe we're going to, nah, that shit, it was showing my white beard and everything. I said, where the fuck did you get this shit at? So then she was like, I'm going to go in the closet and find the ugly sweater I did years ago. I said, where the fuck you going to put this on? This is one she put together. Mm-hmm. And I called it the fugly sweater because it has everything on there. Yeah. I talked shit. I was a little bit mad about this. She chose that. <laughs> because the other one matched her red thunders she has yet to wear. And I was like, damn, the red thunders almost touched earth. Man, look. I can't say that. Them shit ain't touch your yet. Them shit been in there for three years. But I've been wanting these to touch Earth so bad because I was really mad at the price I paid for these Red Thunders. Just to be in there. Yes. I mean, she might be grilling like we be. What you mean? I mean, I eventually wear mine, but I do grill some shit. Yeah, she ended up in the green chucks. She wore that fugly sweater. And she won $100 for it. I said, you made me eat my words. I'm going to shut the fuck up. Hell yeah. And then, you know, when... Usually when I, I'll just say my significant other, I tell her, all right, before you talk shit, you ain't no need to talk shit because I'm going to give you your flowers right now. My bad. I, I ate my words. You got it. She still decided to talk shit. And he tried to tell me he, he got an attitude before we left the house. I said, okay. Oh, you know what they win. They can't win. From, they can't win graciously. And your face. And your face. Yeah. Booyah. It's like the female version of Full 20. Perfect card. <laughs> she hit you with the perfect card. When you, you, got hit, you got hit with two perfect cards. When you win, when you win, you ain't gotta say shit. I ain't hear from this nigga a whole week. That's how I know it, it, it felt bad for him. He <laughs> called to cuss me out, but I was on the <laughs> He ain't get no review or nothing that night. Look. 
then I hit, then I hit this nigga. I didn't call this man by every day this week. Hey, yeah, I just slide it in there. Um, mm-hmm, yeah, we gonna do that. We gonna do this. Yeah, that sounds good, man. How you been? Uh, perfect channel. <clears throat> yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, that's the reason why I said he's like, yeah, man, you gonna start on time. We got we got this verse sorted. I was like, nigga, yeah, I see what the fuck this is. You want this perfect car celebration and and an audience fans to witness the. Downfall of Dot Man 211. That's so <laughs> fucked up. Uh, where was I? We have more stuff. Uh, yeah, man. Sonny doing goddamn, what, seven, 17 years in the clink? Yeah, damn, Sonny. Something like that. You can't be on this fucking road. Yeah, Tammy Sonny sent, uh, sentenced to 17 years in jail for a DUI manslaughter case. <laughs> goddamn, Sonny. Shit. Shit. I don't know what to do. I mean, I can't cheer for it. Yeah, you out here on the road doing crazy shit. Like, if you that fucked up, there's an Uber. Somebody else can take you home. Why are you getting behind the wheel? And I know motherfuckers that do that shit. Oh, I, mean, I feel like driving. Man, I'm telling tell you what, it's been a couple times that I done smoked, and I'm like, well, let me go ahead and pull to this this motherfucking uh, gas station real quick. Uh, I'm a little. Oh, extra. Oh, like this shit vibrating. Now, you see what's weird? When I, uh, all right, if I, if we smoke in the house and then get in the car, yeah, there's going to be problems. I'm probably going to drive slow as hell. But if I'm smoking in the car while we're driving, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I adapt to it. <laughs> but he just, it all dep- I think it'd be, I think what it was, make sure of, I was probably exhausted too, being on the road. Yeah, that part. MJF suffering from a torn labrum. Yeah, that was a stupid spot to do. Bad hip as well. Yeah, I wouldn't have did that. But he's not going to do any surgery. He's going to have plenty of time to, uh, I guess, uh, heal up after at uh, when World's in. Yeah, because, I mean, I feel like Samoa Joe's taking that title. Yeah. It's a lot It's a lot to be uh, discovered at World's in. And like you said, everything that's... That is that pay per view is gonna be surround uh wrapped around the MJF story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh damn. Speaking of DUIs, <laughs> Hulk Hogan's son, Nick Hogan, got charged as well as Kimber Lee. Oh damn. Kimber Lee? Yeah, damn. That's crazy. And damn, not wrestler, but Tiffany Haddish as well. Yeah? Yeah, said so she fell asleep behind the wheel or some shit. Damn. Yep. I remember I put this picture up when you said, who's your current women's favorite, uh, who's your current favorite women's wrestler? Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, the great Sakuya. This is the daughter of the great Muda. I, she ain't did shit yet, but just for the fact, she is the daughter of the great Muda. That said it for me. Yeah, I was, I was like, who? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went on a plethora spree. Yeah, I mean, look. All of them's is my favorites right now. <laughs> All the ones that I put on. Yeah, I said, well, hell, that's everything. Tony, my favorite right now. She's my absolute tip. Oh, time. timeless Tony is doing the work that is supposed to be done. Um, what else do we have? Well, it's so much shit. They CM Punk was at Seven Eleven. He mixed the Coca Cola and the Pepsi together. Even though he has a Pepsi tattoo. Well, this week we got a couple of motherfucking guests showing up. Let's call the first one. 
Hello, hello. Hola, hola. Is this Dr. Ziggles? This is her. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you doing? We're doing great. We're doing great. Um, how's your week been? Tell people what you've been up to. And uh, I guess, who's your favorite wrestler right now? Um, I've been good. The week's been good. I was sick for a little bit. Missed a couple days off work. Uh, we're back uh-oh. at it. We're good. Um, my favorite wrestler right now, John Moxley. Mox. Word, word, word. Word, word. I'm glad to hear that you're doing better. Um, Thank you. And Mox is definitely killing it in the tournament of the Continental Classic. We got six points. What did you think about uh, CM Punk going to WWE? How you feel about that? <laughs> Are you going to watch now? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> no? <laughs> no, fuck Punk. Fuck, fuck Phil. Yeah. Hot take. Hot take. Fuck Phil. I will, say, I will say that I'm glad he's in WWE because I don't watch it, and that means I can ignore him better. Well, I'm glad that it, like the show is just not built around him on Saturdays. It's bad enough that you think oh, yeah. it's bad enough they pick Saturday to do the show, but they should have just named the CM Punk show if they was gonna go that route. It was CM FTR every week. Yep, and even then, it's like I always thought, you know, Bullet Club is killing it. On oh Saturday. man, yeah, like the the whole the whole uh, tweener gimmick is getting. Way over. They made me buy a shirt. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of the the Bullet Club Gold. Bang, bang, yeah. gang. Bang, bang, gang. Well, like I said at the start of the show, <laughs> I'll delete it all my notes, so I'm just reading the <laughs> reading well, the results this week. He's going to wing it? I'm going to wing it. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We got John Moxley becoming the first competitor to win six points in this Continental Classic by defeating Jay Lethal in an opening contest of Wednesday's show. Man, what did y'all think about that match? I mean, what did you rate? It was, it, it was good. I mean, Jay Lethal isn't what he once was, but he can still go. But I, I definitely think like anybody that gets on the ring with Mox, Mox is definitely going to make him look good. And that is one thing that Jay Lethal was was pulling out some stuff that he normally doesn't. And you could see that, that he was getting fired up because Mox is a tough competitor. And if people are going to want to beat him, they have to dig down deep inside them and pull out stuff. But it wasn't enough for Jay Lethal, but it was a good match. I'd, I'd give it I'd give it a B. Give it a B, so you're gonna give it a great uh, a, a, a letter grade rating. Okay, so we do <laughs> we do I do the weed uh rating, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna rate this match. I'm gonna give about six grams for me, you know what I'm saying? Uh it was a decent match and you uh, again I agree with you that um Jay Lethal did do more than you usually see him do, but I feel like Jay Lethal is just at the point of his career where just getting that check and putting on just basic decent matches is, is where he's gonna go because they're not gonna build anything around Jay Lethal like Unless it's nothing of, of like world title contention you know what I'm saying being the focus of a show yeah. you're not gonna see that so Unless it's ROH Yeah now I can see yeah. him going back to ROH being ROH full time talent and being like 
the second and third title contender, you yeah. know what I'm saying, like serious title contender for the yeah. TV or the uh, ROH world title. Yep. What do you rate it? Yeah. Well, I got the beer rating, and uh, <laughs> I mean, it was very predictable. I think Lethal is there just to take the falls. You know what I'm saying? He's just there just to get other people points. What's a beer that's going to make you piss a lot? A Bud Light. You can drink about a whole case of them, and your kidneys are going to say, go to hell. <laughs> just like my kidneys are saying, go to hell at the moment in this sour-ass Four local I'm drinking. I hate you, 420. But... <laughs> Yeah, the only place I can see Jay Lethal be. Why, why do you Why do you hate me, Dot Man? Why? Because you gave me this. Book. I had to pay for my own. Because I'm there. the perfect champ. Yeah, this <laughs> <sighs> perfect champ this week. But I totally agree with you and Doctor Ziggles about Jay Lethal just being there, just taking falls, and just you know he's not going to be the big guy that he once was in ROH. He can't do that in AEW. Not his fault, but it's just a lot of more high-caliber athletes right now that's outshining him at the moment. I, I could say, man, going to TNA and really... Oh, making a return? Yeah. Yes, take all of them, that whole gimmick to TNA. Yeah. And I, I would love to see them back black, running shit. Shit, I, one more black machismo run. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you got Flair back. Yep. You got Flair. Let, let, him, let him link up. That's how he turned face. Jay Lethal joins up with Flair. Yeah. After Sting retires. You know they have their history as well. Ziggles, you gonna be in the building uh March third? Um I'm hoping. I'm, I'm hoping that I'll I'll be able to to make it because my my all time favorite is Edge and I've never had the pleasure of seeing him live. And oh man, yeah. We will see you there. I, I really, really hope that I'm gonna be able to make it. Oh well, uh, yeah, we're definitely we're, we're definitely in the building. That's that's happening. Mania and, and Revolution is happening for me. So yeah, that's yeah, I'm ready for all of it. Yeah, I, I myself am not going to be doing Mania, but I am going to be doing. That's what that's what that's what Doc man. He's just giving me that look like, yep, fuck you. <laughs> Real talk, if uh, you know. Uh, Miss Dot Man Two Eleven said, uh, without saying that, no, you are gonna spend all that money on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the tickets that I wanted, I just yeah, I didn't want to be sitting all the way up and looking behind me at the parking lot. Man, that, that's pretty much what I'm gonna be doing. But I'm gonna be there, <laughs> coming in there like somewhere on my phone watching it and, and, and watching on the big screen. <laughs> Like it is what it is. Yeah, I mean it's definitely it full for the audience. Yep. <laughs> uh, but my favorite match of the week, <laughs> segueing like a motherfucker, Mark Briscoe versus Roosh. Reach for the sky, boys. Roosh. Uh, I, I love Mark Briscoe. Yeah, I love the fact that he. Uh, I love the fact that he took the uh, Jay Triller. What Jay Driller? Driller. I don't know. Yeah, the J Driller. The J Driller. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm on that screwballs. <laughs> it's starting. To... <laughs> uh, great fucking match, man. Like I said, uh, pretty much MJF took his spot at the pay per view, running off Mark Briscoe, hitting that elbow on Rouge. Like, <sighs> but again, I feel like Mark Briscoe is just there to take falls. After seeing Mark Briscoe and seeing Eddie Kingston, dope ass tag team, put them together. But that, once again, this is this is where, well, Eddie Kingston did put up his ROH and mm-hmm. uh, New Japan Strong Championship. 
make it a triple crown. And I would I would have thought Mark Briscoe would have been the one to take take it off of uh, Eddie Kingston. Right. But yeah, if they're gonna be a tag team, I can visually I can see that happening. Yeah. Uh, what'd you think about the match, Don Man? Well, I think there is a bigger story outside of Continental Classic for Mark Briscoe. I I still think that that is your future ROH champion. Everybody loves him. How can you hate a Mark Briscoe? I mean, he, he's took the Briscoe name and, and he's definitely he's definitely made it some. Roosh, on the other hand, I'm still trying to figure out what this whole uh, what is it L uh, LFI yeah LFI thing is all about. How come he and Andrade? How come Andrade is not in that group anymore? True. Yeah. So, Ziggles, would you rate this match? So, I'm I'm a huge Mark Briscoe fan. I always have been. Yep. yep. Um, Chicken. And seeing him get out there and have fun and doing his thing, he can still move the way that he does. Uh man. That was an A match for me, honestly. I, I mm-hmm. loved it. I'm I'm definitely um stick with the last rating, six grams. I mean, we, we haven't uh we haven't skipped a beat yet. I mean, you okay. knew that AEW was gonna come out shooting for the fences, at least, you know, in in ring competition wise, because of the whole CM Punk, like because all the eyes are pointed at the E right now and <laughs> What's funny is it's like he never returned to AEW. <laughs> right? It's like nobody. <laughs> yeah, like like they they making it. I mean, it's it's only the biggest thing in in wrestling because it was just like I felt like everybody thought like that's never gonna happen. Like, but if you exactly, but if you only, I say this, and this is no disrespect to anybody. I say this like if you're if you're non biased, then you was gonna be there for both. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But like. You see it with the ease reaction. It's like, oh man, I can't believe this ever happened. But like, you can enjoy all of the shit that he did, which was amazing in AEW. Yeah, well. like all you had to do. I mean, that first run, that first initial run of yes. Punk was phenomenal. That MJF and CM Punk uh, feud, huh? I, I Absolutely mean, phenomenal. Know, I mean, it, it's it's some workers over there, and some work he did. I mean, the first match he had with Darby Allen mm-hmm. was fire. I love that match. I agree. Him and Eddie Kingston. Yeah, but I mean, for me, like I said, you, you kind of knew Roosh was gonna win. Yeah, six grams. Yep. Oh shit, I ain't rate that. Let me get that uh, a Takati. You got <laughs> you gonna rate it a Takati? Okay. Yes. We got uh, Sting and Ric Flair announcing Woo! that his last match Woo! will be in March third, sixteen, at Greensboro, 16. North Kakalakum, sixteen. Yes, sir. And on the fifteenth, them them tickets go on sale, so I, I got to I got to get up in there as close as I can possibly can. We there? Uh, is this definitely going to be a Four Seasons adventure, as well as? Uh, oh, excuse me, AEW. Damn, Rick. Blame that on the four loco. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm not even sitting in my chair straight. I hate you, 420. <laughs> uh, then we got MJF's promo. Or Samoans. Joseph's. Uh, MJF hit the ring, cut a promo about his upcoming AEW World Championship against Samoa Joe at World's End. Rather than insulting the number one contender, he put him over. Um, how do y'all feel about this this face run of MJF where he's he's damn near kissing babies? 
What else? I, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. I love it. I, mm-hmm. I absolutely everything. Ever since watching MJF, the way that he first debuted, the whole story that he's gone through, we are definitely watching a legend in the making, and it's phenomenal. Like, I wonder if this is how people like watched with uh Roddy Piper and Ric Flair like coming up they were like whoa this guy you know has it and the fact that he can transition so seamlessly from the heel that he was to the face that he is now it's amazing and him putting over Joe was great and uh the fact that you know he went from barely wrestling to now he's wrestling like twice on each card for pay-per-views I I have no complaints about MJF. I I have my theories about the devil. I have so much. I'm very invested in MJF. What is your theory about the devil? I think that the devil is Adam Cole. Absolutely. And he has Wardlow, Kyle O'Reilly, Britt Baker, and he's starting his own little thing. And it's it's gonna i i definitely think you know we've built up this pair of adam cole and mjf and everybody loves it and you want to build mjf as the face that you are what better way than heartbreak to turn him into the mega baby face absolutely because the only other thing that we haven't done yet is see mjf chase anything he he's been given like he's had that what what is that? That dynamite ring ever since it it's it's inception inception yeah. yeah yeah and uh, you pretty much had MJF have everybody else have to climb a mountain to face him but he's never had to do that do the opposite correct so it would be great to see him do, uh, give the chase and he has one thing like you said you you said it yourself Rowdy Roddy Piper Nature Boy Ric Flair it's a it's one thing that makes a person legendary and that's when you have the ability to either make the crowd love you or hate you and Mm -hmm. mjf has the ability to do both so yeah so my 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 theory my theory on samoa uh is samoa joe okay Someone said, uh, I seen on the meme, like, where is this aces and ace storyline going? And I was like, wait a minute, that's exactly what this could be. Is he's playing Bully Ray right now? Like, Adam Cole is really injured. So either Adam Cole's a part of it, and you got Adam Cole, pretty much the leader who just injured right now, but Samoa Joe's holding the title, Wardlow, Britt Baker, whoever, whoever, you know, Kyle O'Reilly, or. We can have the kingdom again. The kingdom yeah, versus but, Samoa Joe we, with Adam Cole, Roddy, I mean, Rod, not Roddy Piper, but uh, Roddy Strong and, and fuck you, Matt Taven. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there's a beautiful thing about that because I know our Dr. Dr. Ziggles had you know, made mention of Adam Cole starting his own thing with Warlow. So who says, because I know myself, I would have thought the kingdom would be the unknown behind the mask. But what if Adam Cole does do his own thing with Warlow? And we see right now that Roderick Strong actually can stand in the zone and talk on the mic and has this next strong gimmick that people have taken a, a reaction to. Oh, I love next strong. It's, it's yeah. probably one of my like third or fourth favorite acts of, you know, AEW. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad they kind of cooled down on certain other acts. Like we haven't seen a shit ton of the. 420! <laughs> 
420! I'm glad we haven't seen, like, you know, the acclaim so much and that we're giving other, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We're giving other acts time to breathe because acclaim is over. So whenever they show up, it's just, mm-hmm. they're going to pick up right where they left off. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I also, I don't know if it's wishful thinking, but part of me, man, I think it would be such a swerve if it happened. But if Jungle Boy was the devil, I think that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, we haven't seen Jungle Boy, and I think his uh, uh, suspension is lifted. I'll save that for your upcoming segment. Uh, I don't have an upcoming segment because I lost all my notes. But still, you're going to say it. I know it's in those notes, so I'll just, I'll just wait for it. Uh, I, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Spoiler 420. Uh, <laughs> Wartlow squashed the fuck out of AR Fox. This um, means war. I don't know what they're doing with AR Fox. And I don't like it. I think it's definitely a punishment for him not for them not knowing that he had an issue with traveling outside the state, well, outside the country. Mm. I think that was a big deal, and I think he's still getting punished for that. But oh. I guess after they work that out, maybe there'll be something different for AR Fox. Hmm. So where do you think we were going with the AR Fox being a, you know, like what was the initial? What what you think was the the end goal, just a bunch of tag matches. Well, he still would have been like a, a right man, a right hand man with Mogul Embassy. Yeah, that that's what I think because they had to because I forget who who was it that took uh, Ar Fox's place because he was supposed to be in that tag match at All In between uh, Darby Allen. Swerve and, uh, took him out. Swerve took him out, but who was who, well, who was Swerve? Brian Cage, Christian. It was Christian. It yeah. was Christian. But and that made sense. And yeah. storyline wise, it made sense to kind of yeah. combine those fuse together. Um, which would usually be back in the day a attitude era match. Like, yeah. <laughs> that whole match would have been free T V. Um But what do y'all think about uh well, I guess we already kinda talked about Wardlow's involvement and what we kinda think. I mean, I feel it's it's silly to not have Wardlow be an actual, just a standalone on his own. Tired of all these like directionless um, groups. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, but, the, like the JAS had yeah. a fucking direction. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole gimmick made sense. We trying to get the under undercar over. Yep. Um, but these. I don't know. I feel like the Don Cal- <laughs> I just wanted to see how I feel. My forehead never touched the mic. I could go to sleep. Yeah, he's 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 getting tipsy over there, folks. So that four locals don't on your ass. That's what happens when you challenge the champ. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm tired of these just directionless groups. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean. Where's Don Callis family going after they feud with Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho? Who's the who are you pushing as the front runner for the world championship? Okay, I have a question. So, what what do you, four twenty, and Doctor Ziggles think of if this is true around surrounding what QT Marshall left AEW for was for the fact that Tony Khan was changing the way he does things creatively and making it more of a New Japan-type wrestling show. What are your thoughts on that? New Japan is successful for a reason, and I don't think trying to be more like them is a bad thing necessarily. Okay. Um, and, you know, Tony 
Tony's been doing everything. Like, there, you may not agree with like everything he's doing. True. But there's a reason AEW is as successful as it is, is because the alternative that we have does, in fact, listen to the fans. Like, yeah, some like with Wardlow, I do wish that he was a standalone and more than just a transitional champion with the TNT title. He definitely has world champion potential because like a big man like there nothing makes money like an athletic big man nope and everything they always do they always do that man the way that his size is he shouldn't move the way that he does oh yeah and watching him do moonsaults and shit is i I love it and I, i would definitely like to see him eventually you know win the big gold um but with tony khan I think there's just so much that he wants to do and he doesn't know when and where but the the storylines that we are getting are great. I love it. And I don't know going off of the Kenny Omega Chris Jericho thing. I don't know where this is going to go. Right. I have a theory that, you know, Jericho's trying to take everything from Kenny and at the end Kenny's not going to have anything. Because you know, he's already... I, I didn't see that coming, and that's that's cool. I can see, and you can see that long term story building with Jericho doing that. Like you can see oh, him, yeah. you know, indeed a different look on that. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, I never yeah, even thought about up. that. Yep. Because with because with Jericho, you know, he's not notorious. He's he's not known for being a good friend. Yeah, and. Or being a with, face for too long anyway. No. no. Exactly. And so with Kenny, <laughs> I think Kenny just wants to wrestle. He just wants to do his thing. And, you know, he's already got – now the Bucks are against him. Hangman's kind of doing his own thing. And where's Coda? I guess, like, Jericho's trying to replace Coda here. And I, I, I'm really excited to see where that is going. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what I think the my <laughs> biggest issue – is and I think this might be the reason why the the feuds are going the way they're going. I, tell you, I don't like Tony's fucking contracts. I'll tell you my big issue. Yeah, for logo. I'm leaving alone. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't. I don't like it. I, mean, I don't know if these people are injured, but it seems like like shit just starts and stops out of fucking nowhere. You, one pissy pissy. He got to hit that back. <laughs> I mean, maybe, and maybe that's it. You know, maybe they're just allotted so much time off, but like, it seemed like all the big men that are, you know, you don't have to get them over. Like, we already fuck with them. Like, like a powerhouse hop is like, we already fuck with them. We already, yeah. we already enjoy Rusev. We already enjoy the murder hall. Like, wow, we can't have them. Like, they, sh- they should be having one of these titles. Like, I, I love Orange Cassidy. Orange doesn't need a title. <laughs> like orange is over like orange should be really playing the underdog in the world title picture to me like i I feel like you know him having a belt anymore just kind of well at least a mid-card belt is is kind of redundant right now like he should be going he should be playing that undercard baby face we're just waiting for that mick foley moment on raw where he wins the title like that's what we should we should be looking forward to like him holding the title doesn't even make any sense and i don't understand why he lost them like why mox lost like that still baffles me don't don't get me started (laughs) but but ain't it baffling though like like 
Like, it, yeah, no, I was I was very surprised because you know Mox wasn't even supposed to lose it, and supposedly at Wrestle Dream, with Mox holding the title, we were going to have this great surprise contender for it, and we still don't know who that was. Right. And then Mox loses, and I don't know if like because the way that his promo was this weekend, I don't know if like maybe he is more hurt than he's leading on, and yeah. he can't be a champion like a defending champion which is like i know how john is like he wants to defend it the way that he knows he can right and so if he can't do what is expected of himself like i don't know but yeah him not winning it back was very surprising to me yeah i I I just didn't even care for it storyline wise. I didn't like I, what I was saying when you went to the bathroom. That orange yeah. is uh, he don't need a title, like not a mid card title right now. That's what you say. He's a main eventer now. You think he's yeah. going to that bracket? Yeah. Oh man, yeah, I agree. Ain't too much more that he can do with that uh, that international championship. Yeah, I mean to me, like uh, Jungle Boy and. And Orange Cassidy for the world title is is a plausible future. Yes. Like, yep. Yeah. I feel. I mean, I feel Jack Perry can. He can take that like twenty twenty at the end of twenty twenty four, top of twenty twenty five. Like, oh, this this return is. I don't know if you got. You haven't got to Adam Copeland and and Jay Riso. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> but we got a return. Lots of returns. Lots we, got, of returns. we got Dante Martin returning with Top Flight, a.k.a. Yes. A, a, a.k.a. Beige John Cena. <laughs> Team Half-Breed. <laughs> Versus the Hardys and Brother Zay. Uh, how, what do y'all feel about Brother Zay? Huh? I love Brother Zay. Yeah. I, I would, I would I, be invested in Brother Zay if Brother Zay was not just waiting for Mark Quinn to come back. Like I don't feel yeah. like they're trying to do anything with it, so I can't invest into that gimmick. Plus, I'm not sold on the um, what was their tag team name before? Private party. Private. I'm not. I'm not into the private party gimmick. Like it's they could be big in ROH. Yeah. That's if if it. they. All right. How do you feel, Ziggles, about all the ROH talent being on AEW? Like, I, I like it. I I like that. Uh, you know, they have opportunities to be on television. I think that as someone who is, you know, wants to, I started wrestling and everything, and as, like, looking at it from, like, a purely talent thing, it, it's good, even if you're just jobbing, it's good to get those eyes on you right. on television. Congratulations on that move, by the way. Thank so what, you. What, so what do you feel about, oh, hubba, 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 <laughs> Jimmy Valiant? How you feel about Jimmy? I love Jimmy. Man, Jimmy Jimmy's is, great, right? <laughs> Jimmy's one of the kindest people I've ever met in yes, my life, he and he's incredible. I love him. Yeah, his wife. I, <laughs> they're great. They're great people. Uh, so, uh, you so you already had your uh, first booking? No. Uh, so I am working with like Boogie at his wrestling camp and right. I made my debut 
and cost the world champion his title, and I'm currently suspended. Oh, oh shit. I love it. I love it. I love it. What are you, one half of what? Horny for Violence? That is correct. That is correct. Yes. Dope name. Yeah. I I, I love it. I love it. But uh, back to this AEW uh, shit. Um, Are y'all surprised that it was Team Half Breed versus the Hardys and Brother Zay? Something to do when it's something to do when it's happening. Um, I don't think it was necessarily like. I don't think they should have wrestled each other at all. Really? Yeah. Okay. I I think, I think, well, it's kind of what you said about Orange Cassidy not needing a title. Like, the Hardys don't need wins. They're the Hardys, you know? Um, I think them putting over young talent is great. And um, it's... I, I personally am just surprised Dante's back as soon as he is. That oh, was a, yeah. When they showed the... That was a, he got to see it vicious ankle injury. When they showed it again, and, I was yep. like, I don't want to watch this again. I, I personally stopped looking at this I for a reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I'm surprised. You want to see this shit? <laughs> fucked up my first I'm really surprised experience. that he's back already, but I, I, I love Dante. Oh, I, yeah. yeah. He, don't, he definitely can be alone. Hurt. Yeah, ever since Dante first debuted, I was like, wow, this kid. And that's another thing is, like, the way that AEW is treating their younger talent is, like, for me, one of my favorites right now, and I might be biased because I know him, but Nick Wayne is oh yeah incredible the yeah. future absolutely. only only thing i hate about nick wayne is his finisher i wish you have a different finisher but other than that man nick wayne's awesome yeah i i love the 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 oh. wayne's world because him and jordan oliver tagging together they both have it and jordan oliver calls his the clout cutter and i just don't see it as then, a finisher it's just you know so many people have used it yeah yeah so many people have a cutter and and I think that, like, him being as young as he is, like, he will definitely, like, evolve. Oh, yeah. And yeah. find better things. And, um, but I truly believe that Nick Wayne and Billy Starks are the future of wrestling. And, oh, man. Watching- I, man, I watched her whole run, the whole minion. Yeah. <laughs> her with Athena is awesome. Yeah, both. They yeah, got time. He's also incredible. I'm oh, beyond man. proud of both of those kids. They They're got time. Amazing. I just wish that Athena was on AEW as a like, contender for the world title. Like she, Her gimmick is so I great. agree. Yeah. She's she's always been. I, I was a huge uh, Ember Moon fan. Mm-hmm. And when she got injured... I was so upset about that. And then when she came back on the main roster, I was so hoping for that fire that we had in NXT. Nope. But it was so diminished by main roster. The main roster had such a problem with maintaining the fire that people had in NXT. Who is she? And she just never recovered from that. But when she debuted on AEW, I was super excited. And I do like what she's doing for ROH. I definitely think it keeps eyes on the product. Yeah. And I think that, but eventually I, I'd love to see her as the world champ. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, I, I just thought it was weird that her as a talent was in ROH and not on AEW because it was like she was so much, of, you know, 
needed for match quality on that show because it took a while for me to like enjoy a sky blue match you know what i'm saying like yeah. her, like it, yeah. it, you know it was very like they had a lot of rough i mean i would even say Britt baker man like well other talent she's rough in the ring it's you know it's, it's a lot it's a her her build to me is a lot of uh gimmick based you know what i'm saying her she she's got a great character but like, man, she can't just do it with everybody. She's not a Tony Storm, you know. Just like yeah, I don't my wa- thing about Sky Blue uh-huh. is Sky Blue has because I used to watch Dark too. I used oh yeah, to watch Dark everything. and Elevation. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be telling these guys, I was like, man, I've seen me a dope match on Dark. <laughs> and watching Sky Blue from when she first started, where she was so unsure and she wasn't, but to now. You could definitely. It's like watching two different people. Almost. Mm-hmm. It's more definitely has, more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. She's gotten more confident. She's mm-hmm. gotten more comfortable. And the only thing, like I'm, my complaint about Sky Blue, which is, it's going to take time, but her promo, it's like oh, you, yeah. you can't. She had a decent but, one on. She had a decent one on Collision. Yep. She had a decent. Yeah. One. She had a decent one. And on collision. the only way to get better is to just keep doing them. And, um. Luckily, like that's my forte is promos because I write my own, I do my own, and well, you gotta believe your character, time. indeed. Yeah, but what'd you say? I said you have to believe your character. You know what I'm saying? You have to exactly. believe that what you're saying is it, you 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 hold her heartily believe it. That's the only way exactly. to get it over. Exactly, and but she's definitely blossomed, and I am enjoying that. And I do agree that like people like Ember. Oh, Athena, um, I think the reason that she is on ROH is to get eyes on the product and it is to elevate, you know, that because there are so many women on the main roster and on the talent and it's you think so? the only way to make the only people to make better is to give them more time. And I think that giving them TV time does, you know, wonders, but I wouldn't mind if we did like kind of like a draft situation where <sighs> we put some of these women on to Ring of Honor to let them like flourish more and work on their stuff. Um, but then at that point, it's like the argument of, well, then aren't we just treating ROH as like um, developmental? And it, it's it's a slippery slope, but for what we have currently i think athena's doing great i think the women's division has definitely made a lot of improvements but there's definitely if you start getting comfortable like oh well we're we've done it we've done what people want it's gonna go stale and you gotta keep going well uh i feel like roh is developmental (laughs) i mean to be honest it's a lot of talent that's just trying to figure out um how where 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 to take their you know their their gimmick and what their character to you know what I'm saying because you see a whole lot of talent that you just don't see on that and then a lot of the the, the decent main the mainstays that came over after uh, Tony bought bought the company but I, I really feel like we should just kind of just take the ROH the, uh, women's locker room and move it to the main roster because I see Sky Blue. Willow, <laughs> Chris Atlanta, Love you, Willow. and um, who else? Every single week, we don't see anybody else. I'm like, we have more people, but we got 40 seconds, and we'll be right back. 
Oh, you jamming now. Yeah, yeah. Me know what is for loco is the nastiest. I'm going home <laughs> by Uber. <laughs> Cause I'm Versus Emmy Sakura. <laughs> Love and heart. I see what you did there. <laughs> you see what I did right there. <coughs> um, what I what we were saying about Sky Blue, I cannot put to Julie. I can. There's a whole lot of uh, advancement that she had, but man, her, her character is so bigger. It's bigger than her talent because she. It's some matches is rough. Some matches are still really hard. Yes. Uh, but going from cheerleader to. Oh, Jesus. man. I felt like when I first seen her, she was reminding me of like Kelly Kelly. And now she is. She's she's making that jump like Trish. But I feel like. If it wasn't for the gimmick, you wouldn't be TBS champion. Even with the advanced. That gimmick has a lot to yes. do with it. Indeed. And that gimmick is awesome. I love it. But if, if you if you watch the. Uh, if you watch the media scrum, she emphasized right there where her where her career was going as far as a cheerleader and how they took the time out to develop oh, yeah. this Julia Hart. But how would you know if the lights were off? How would you know? Cause nigga, you like <laughs> How do you uh, what did you feel about the match? Uh how do I how did I feel about the match? Yes. I mean Julia Hart won. Hmm. It's gonna take a, it's gonna take a talent that is the equivalent of Julia Hart to take the title off of her. There's no one right now at the moment that's doing better work than Julia Hart in the TBS Championship column. Um, how you feel about the uh, the storyline between her and Sky Blue? I'm confused. Yeah, because at first, well, you've seen that she had the makeup, you know, the after effects of the mist. She put the thing on her head like Rosemary from TNA. Right. Changed the music. But she still, every now and then, she has a tendency to skip down to the ring and stuff. I think it's taking too long for her to transition to whatever the hell this is. I like where it's going. But I, I just but, feel like they would have been better as, like, a but did team. You see collision. I mean, yeah. I know you haven't talked about Collision yet, but then we got that promo on Collision. I was like, okay, what, what? the fuck is going on yeah like why are you talking like i didn't know you were supposed to be talking yet yeah i don't know yeah what do you feel dr ziggles i i think i i agree like julia definitely has some potential mm -hmm. but i feel like there's they jumped the gun i think definitely with her winning the title i think chris should have should have had it a little bit longer oh she's world champion that, that's that we've been talking about that Absolutely. on this show for a while. Yes. Like I, I feel Absolutely. like she's wasting time doing this, and like they could have been put a multi I, multi woman match together and took that belt off her. 
because she, well, her and Tony Storm, that's I money. I agree, mm-hmm. but I think after Jade Cargill, I think we definitely needed a oh, good yeah. reset yeah. with the uh, title. Yeah. And I definitely think that uh, Julia Hart is definitely, you know, mid-card worthy. But I personally, I, w- I would rather see the title on someone like Willow. Oh, yes. man. Oh, man. What do you mean that is that is that is beige Bailey? <laughs> as, as Bailey with an afro, man, you can't help but love it. Like That's been the burning question, though, between me, 420. We discuss this on a weekly basis. Why has Willow not had a title run in AEW? She was New Japan's strong champion for... Uh, I blink. Yeah, but well, because she was never supposed to win. Oh, well, this yeah, is true. Yeah, it, yeah, it, that's true. But what what the fan base that she has and everybody loves Willow Nightingale uh, for the loss that she's took in order for Julia Hart to even get that TBS championship. I feel like somebody else could have took that L, and we could have continued to build up Willow for her to be someone to finally get her day in the sun. Willow should have been the person that took the title off Jade. And Chris could have went straight. Chris yeah. could have went straight to the AEW World Championship, and we could have had Willow jobbing to Julia. Okay, as fucked up as I'm about to say this, okay, I don't want to drink this bullshit, <laughs> but I'm gonna drink to that. <laughs> get your sip on. Get your sip no, on. No, I don't want to. Oh, uh, I rate that match, man. I don't read put on October London. <laughs> <laughs> I rated a half a gram of uh, some Reggie. That's a half a gram of some Reggie. I, I mean, you knew you knew it wasn't going to happen. Um, Emmy Sakura, do you think she should ever get a title run? <sighs> I think that's that's tough because mm-hmm. Emmy is a legend. I've seen her yes. wrestle live. And, but with that being said, if you're trying to book AEW the way that Tony's been booking it as focusing on the younger talent, I don't think she should. ROH. Not like no title. I mean, ROH Women's Champion for a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Multi woman match. We get some of the, you know what I'm saying? Some of her dream matches out the way. Like, I feel like she's owed. That I mean, because she made a lot of people look better than I've seen some of the, some of the best women's matches in the beginning of AEW had Emmy Sakura in it. Hikaru Shida's trainer. Yep. Yeah, that's who she is. Uh, I don't want to go too far off the all, out the way, but I feel like I'll forget it if it's not on my mind right now. So Serena Deeb, Serena Deeb. She's been going for quite some time from AEW, and, you know, we had news that come out. She may have had backstage issues as far as her attitude, but one of the articles that I read news-wise was the reason why she was gone was she had suffered three seizures uh, in her absence, and she she had wanted for Tony and everybody else to keep that secret. She's been cleared for return, but... 
I just feel like, you know, your health is more important than anything else. And for the fact that she was going through that, trying to figure out what's causing these seizures and stuff, I think we're very lucky to see Serena D return. She is another one of those, like Emmy uh, Sakura, who was up there in age. But, man. Man, no. Ever, so, ever, ever so deserving. <laughs> no, no, ever so deserving of a title run of one of those women's championships. Man, I, I mean, if you're going to bring her back. Yeah. I mean, to me, Athena's a, 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 a tween. Or she can join up with the outcast. If the outcast is if it seem, seemingly um, just ex-WWE talent. Her story fits the, fits the stable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you either have her versus Athena for the title. Yeah. Um, yeah, I say you, you, you stick her and Julia away from each other. Yeah. But, I mean, like, her and fucking Willow, that's, you know... That, that's a great match. I was such a big ass fan of Serena D. Man, you know, you know what you I mean? Her I've been wanting her to be champion forever. Yes. Yeah, but um, yes, I'm glad that she's back in good health. Yes. So, uh, me, I'm gonna hit this blunt up and give a cheer for Serena D coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> is what Ed said to Christian. Go f- <laughs> f- fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, Feud doesn't need a title at he, all. I thought he said he wasn't going for the title. I thought he said he didn't need that title. The Feud doesn't need it. I feel like, yeah. I mean, My but I feel is. like this, you couldn't have it to where Edge just says, I don't give a fuck about the title because then that takes the validity of the TNT title. Okay. Like, you have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I get it. Like, only way that you can have that not be for the title is, you know, this storyline driven where Chris, you know, it has to be spoken of. My Edge cannot, is, I don't Adam Copeland Edge can't just, you know, title. say, fuck that belt. I don't care about that belt. I mean, we're, we're I trying to give some of these Edge. titles prestige. So hopefully, yeah. I don't think Edge wants the title. He just wants to hurt Christian, and Christian cares about the title. So he's like, "I'm going to take your title." Right. And I get what you're saying, though, about needing to give titles prestige. And Christian's done great work, but Christian's done that everywhere he goes. So I'm not surprised. So are we saying this is the Intercontinental Belt? I mean, if we're going to, yes. you know. But we have the Continental Belt coming up. But we that, without the enter. See, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, what, what is? I don't know what the tiers of this is. We have to establish tiers. I definitely think yeah. it's along the lines of how, like, you have the international and the TNT. So it's kind of like the U.S. and Intercontinental. But then we have the Continental. So we have, if you look at it, we got the World Title, yep. TNT Title, yep. Continental Title, International, International Title. Mm-hmm. FTW, that's five. Ain't there another? Ain't there another singles title? No. Well, I mean, then you got to go ROH, World, and TV. Pure and pure. That's eight single titles. Yep. Then you have two sets of tags, two sets of trios. Two sets of tags. Oh yeah, yeah ROH and yeah, two sets of tags, two sets of trios. Oh, uh, this is the Royal Rumble where Rey Mysterio destroyed the Orbital. Oh yeah, we just, as we said in the beginning, we're watching Royal Rumble 2010. I heard of Royal that for Rumble 20. season. 
Hey, uh, Ziggs, I know you ain't watching, but who who you got? Who you got winning the rumble? I assume it's gonna be Punk. It's a, man, that's it. Definitely puts a wrinkle or puts a monkey wrench in whatever creative was before he returned. Yeah, I see. Now this is what I think that is not a wrinkle because if Cody is going to go through everything. He already won the Royal Rumble. He done went through the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. He done went through War Games. He done went through, you know what I'm saying? He's got to go through Elimination Chamber. Last think he, effort, yeah, for sure. He yeah. becomes he becomes that entrant in Elimination Chamber. Yep. And then you go with Punk winning the Men's Royal Rumble. But, but, <clears throat> I just feel like Gunther has been doing exceptional work. <laughs> And from what that that epic Royal Rumble, uh, what he did in the Royal Rumble last year, it can only go to Gunther, in my opinion. I mean, if, if it's Punk, yeah, I understand why they're doing that, but Gunther has been doing exceptional work. You take the title off of Gunther, put it, uh, give it to Jay, Gunther moves on to the World Championship column. I mean, I can see you, though. Yep. Um... But back to AEW, yes. yeah, we got Edge and Christian for the umpteenth time. I'm but, a scream, but I scream, I scream. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's Christian and Edge. Uh, so this is where Jack Perry shows back up. I feel like Adam Copeland is going to do everything and have Christian on the fences and calling for mommy and daddy, anybody else. And what's going to happen? There is no uh, kill switch. There is no Nick Wayne. The prodigal son comes back. Absolutely. All is forgiven. You talked about my daddy being dead, but I kind of like you, Jay Riso. <laughs> Jungle Boy Jack Perry is the reason why Adam Copeland will not win that TNT championship on Wednesday. <coughs> that's awesome. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yep. It's perfect. That's yeah, why he's the hops of this haze. <laughs> Man, that's good. Yep. I didn't think about that. <laughs> yep. And that's why I'm picking. That's who I'm picking. I'm picking. I'm picking Christian. I, I got to like that makes so much sense. And see, and this this is where you can you can get the dissension between Christian and Jack Perry eventually, and Adam Copeland being a person to come to save Christian from Jack Perry. Killswitch and Nick Wayne because yeah, they, they could be their thing. Yeah. That's the future right there. Right. I, I like that trio right there with Christian being put out of the fold. And then you have Edge versus uh well Adam Copeland, Jay Riso, and whatever. And what I was trying to say earlier, this is where you get Matt and Jeff finally getting their wins and they get put into something. So we finally have a grand finale match between Matt and Jeff, Edge and Christian. Yeah. Because that has to happen. Yeah. And I feel like y'all have to keep them away from each other. Yep. Like, at, at all possible. Um, man, I, I, I don't know. I feel like I also see value in other wrestlers than than what's currently given. Because to me, Penta, I will, have to say, <laughs> I will say this forever, Pentagon is world championship material all day, every day. I wish, Absolutely. I, I wish Lucha Underground was still a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Same, man, man, yeah. Because I feel like if just if they had the money, you know, the funds to mm-hmm. still do it that mm-hmm. way, we getting all that cinematic, great wrestling. That 
I I enjoy the stipulations in those matches. You know yes. what I'm saying? And they yes. stuck to them. So yes. it, it was great. Like if they had, you know, where you can make that product that and they're actually getting paid for their efforts, man, that would be great to have right now because it's a crime. <laughs> it's a crime. Penta ain't held, held no singles title. Like it's a crime. You can say the same for his brother Ray Phoenix. Well, 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 he had the uh, the international championship, but he did not hold it that long. But I feel like the way that he defended it and the way he lost it was great because he was already injured. You yeah, know what I'm saying like he fucked up in the game, so it's you know not an asterisk, but it's you know it, it don't look tainted. But I thought yeah. I thought he did a good job with it. True, true that. It definitely made uh, lemonade out of lemons for me. Damn, we just still on dynamite, man. I feel like my day is over. You don't need it. <laughs> Main event is Jay White, Swerve Strickland. Whose house? Swerve's house. Swerve's house. Whose house? Swerve's house. Man, uh, great match. Uh, as Dot Man does the Prince Nana. And I swerve when I drive. And I swerve when I drive. And I swerve when I drive. Go to hell for twenty. I don't know. I don't know the words. That's why I say go to hell for twenty. <laughs> man, uh, what can't Swerve do? What can't what can't Jay White do, man? I see just Triple H in a smaller frame with Jay White. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That, that's that's so Triple H. I haven't seen bad Jay White in in, in AEW nope. yet. Nope. I haven't. And I, I, and I, I know. Well. I say we're both critical about his arrival at AEW because I say the same thing that Kenny Omega suffers from every now and then in AEW being someone that can be seen weekly when you was only getting Kenny Omega maybe once or twice a quarter. You love the fact when you seen Kenny because you didn't see him as much. But Jay has been, not only do I love his gimmick, hey, this motherfucker made me spend $43 on a Bullet Club gold t-shirt. Okay? Hell yeah, man. I'm all about the bang bang gang. Yes, sir. Yes, but uh, Jay is definitely one of those. Uh, Jay White is going to be a big deal. He's already a big deal, but I see him with a title run eventually in the AEW. Uh, what you, what you rate the match? I rate this match, though, man. Let me get a... Uh, all right, can I get a shot of Don Julio? Yeah, we can get a shot. Let me rinse it down with a Corona Extra because it <laughs> ran out of Corona lights. <laughs> Swerve is incredible. As much as he's been, as he wants the fans to hate him, he's heel. You have no choice but to love what Shane Swerve Strickland is doing. And also, this man showed up at House of Glory, and the crowd lost it. Yep. I mean that cry, like how can you not feel good about that shit? You have Prince Nana who has brought a different element to whatever you was doing. He's got the whole uh what is it, peer pressure? That's the song that's what the song is yeah. called. He's got that song over. You got all of that and plus you the shit in the ring? Come on man. Future world champion. What did you rate the match? Ziggles? I agree with everything you guys said. Swerve, you put, you put Swerve and Jay White in a ring together. You knew it was going to be magic. Indeed. Um, I'm glad that Swerve won. Yep. I think the way that they're booking Swerve and trying to build him, 
I I think he should take the title off of MJF. Oh man, what if what if he's the devil? Wow. Oh man! Wow. The, the way Swerve That's smiles and he takes that mask off it. Wow. Wow. What if, he, man, that puts that immediately puts Brian Cage and the whole was a gates of agony that puts them on a whole nother tier. Their stock that, has risen. Yes. yes. They, I mean, I, I feel like another, it's another person. Why is Brian Cage like, what the fuck? Like we, we got the, we got the whole gimmick. You know, we got the whole rise of the gates, of, you know, mogul embassy blowing up. Why hasn't they done more with Brian Cage? Why is my ice going away? <laughs> That's a bigger question. Why is my ice left? I had a lot of ice in this cup. Thank you. Oh, loco. Goodness, I got a long way to go. <laughs> why? Why haven't we done more with Brian Cage? Why? Why is it such an issue with booking the big men the way that they have in AEW? And I get it. I get it because the E has done so much, and the big man is always the one that's the prize winner in WWE. We're gonna give some of the smaller talent the AEW championship give, give give them the the title runs and stuff but Miro powerhouse Hobbs uh uh murder hawk monster Lance Archer uh yeah I get if it was like some great colleague you know what I'm saying, yeah type you know where, where you have you know but these are big men who can go yeah like that's that's where angst I'm angst at like come on now yeah can I get it please please pretty please <laughs> Oh, uh, you got the rundown of uh, Rampage. Did anybody watch Rampage? Who? Who? Who, me? <laughs> Man, I didn't watch no Rampage. Look, what's pissing me off is the fact that... <laughs> Ziggles, did you watch Rampage? <laughs> I did not. I usually save Rampage and Collision for Sunday. <laughs> what? Man, what? All right, so how do you feel about the show Rampage? I love... I, I love it. I mean, any I, I watch wrestling religiously. I, I mean, I, I do, but it, it. I mean, I guess because that I I report on it, it it's hard. It's hard to <laughs> like enjoy Rampage. Considering that we have Collision the very next day, and we're seeing that they are combining sometimes Rampage and Collision as the same show. Is Rampage needed at this moment since they have Collision? Uh, I think yes, because I think, once again, looking purely from a talent perspective, I think it's good to have more time for your talent and more storylines and more everything. So if you want ROH to be still considered a, a major brand, so do we make Rampage the developmental and the up and coming, you know, for that specific hour. Do we showcase them on that? And I guess it all depends when you are recording Rampage. Okay. Rampage is rarely ever live. So it's either at the end of Dynamite or I guess in certain cases the beginning of yeah. collision. Yeah. So I guess it's all how you wanna have that crowd going because it's it's hard to I don't know. You know how I mean? You get to, you know how I be we you've been to long fucking shows, man. Like, man, sometimes you know, I'm I'm tired, man. It's a good match, but man, I'm exhausted, man. I will never forget. I was 
I want to say I was 13. Maybe, no, I had to been 14. Summertime, Bell Auditorium, now the James Brown Arena uh, in Augusta, Georgia. They recorded WCW Main Event, WCW Saturday Night, and I still think the power hour was going on then. And we, it was going, we, we got there around like 6, 6 p.m., bell time, 7 o'clock. It was still going on at like 11.30. And I said, I have to go to school tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and the main event had yet to happen. When we left, Sting came out like three times to give three different interviews. I said, what is this? Because we never had witnessed yeah. those many shows recorded in one day. And they gave an insight on, oh, okay, this is how shit's done. Yeah. But yeah, sometimes, oh God, yeah, sometimes you can sit there for a long time and get sick of it. I love my wife, and I kind of want to hang out with her sometimes on Fridays and Saturdays. (laughs) (laughs) I just definitely wish they had collision on a different night. Uh, Thursday, please. I definitely agree. I mean, sometimes I don't get to it. I I only get to it because I have to do this show. Saturdays and Sundays. I'm being honest. I would be getting to it on Monday. You know what I'm saying? I'll yeah. be getting to it on Tuesday or something. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Saturdays and Sundays should be preserved exclusively for PLEs and pay-per-views. Yes. Not your weekly shows. Like, if you're going to give me a weekly show on Saturday or Sunday, it better be like Sunday Night Heat. It's got a <laughs> velocity. <laughs> Main event. I still like that shirt. Le- level up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Some, some of those shows, man. Like, where it don't really concern, like, 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 okay, that happened. All right, whatever. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I mean, I feel like the best of that was Dark and Elevation because they, had, man, I seen some dope ass matches on Dark and Elevation. And you can watch it at your convenience on mm-hmm. YouTube and just be cool with it. Oh, yeah, sitting up in there taking the shit at work, <laughs> <laughs> watching a dark match. <laughs> At your convenience. Hey, let me put this on right now. I ain't doing nothing. Oh, shit. What was your roach clip for that dynamite, by the way? Uh, I say my roach clip was Swerve and Jay, and Jay White. That was okay. a great match. What was your final grade, Dr. Ziggles? Of all of uh, Rampage? Uh, dynamite. <laughs> well, in Rampage, if you found anything. <laughs> I... I'm a simple man. I uh, I saw Mox. That's all I need. I'm mm. good. I, I I enjoyed it. I guess the whole show. I'm gonna give a B minus. Okay. Okay. Well. Well, my last shot is uh, Adam Copeland getting away on TBS, telling Jay Riso to go. F- yeah, that was. Fuck himself. <laughs> and it was funny, the guy, I guess, that was supposed to uh, put the bleep in, <laughs> he put it in so late. Oh, man, it was late as fuck. Because <laughs> you heard it when it bleeped out. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, y'all about to get hit with a nice little fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. What we got? We got Collision. Hey, I watched Collision last night. I started at midnight. All right, man. We're going to speed on through this. Brody King and Claudio Castagnoli. They were one and one before this match. Let me go ahead and play it. Oh, you didn't know? Holy shit. Because this match is must see and replay worthy. 
I did not like the ending of this match. I did. You did? Yes. So you like the the old school hitting in the back of the head with the with the cast? Yes, the cast being a factor, even though it wasn't like it was unintentional. Like he didn't mean to do it, but shit, I had the cast in the back of my head and he hit him with a power driver. Yeah. But then the cast in the back of the head, shit, my neck already hurt. You just hit me with that shit. Why not with this? And it, and it keeps Castagnoli protected. If and, he was the one that's... What? Oh, and the reason why I got the boo okay. is because why was this match not the main event? Oh, man. Well, all right. I'll boo, I'll, I'll boo you with that. Uh, well, I agree with that boo. But yes, because this shit was incredible from, from the beginning of the bell to the middle of the match till we got to the deep end of the pool. God damn. You didn't know which way this was going to go, but... I guess from Claudio being an ROH champ and Brody King still uh, still haven't yet. He's been a trios champ, but not been recognized as a single competitor. For him to get for him to get this rub, shit, I'm all about it. How you feel about his Eagles? Uh, I honestly was kind of surprised that Claudio didn't go over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, definitely uh, surprised. But. I like that, you know, Brody now has the two wins, and I, I'm mm-hmm. really curious to see what they're going to do with this Continental Classic. I'm, I'm really excited because I, I have I have some theories on other matches. Like, I'll talk about one of the matches later, about one of my theories on it. But I think it's a great way to showcase what these people are capable of outside of their normal stables, which is like Claudio and like Brody and... Um, it was a great match. I love when two men who can hit hard go against each other. So this was very Smash Mouth. Yeah, I, I loved it. Very uh, we have Moxley saying that his body hurt, his mind hurt, his head hurt, I everything need, hurts. I need to Advil. Everybody hurts sometimes. Uh, I don't know where we're going with Moxley. Um, are we going with the? Uh, are we just setting up for Mox versus Daniel Bryan? Um, Everybody cries. <laughs> <laughs> who was that? REM that sung that shit? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why do we know about REM? Because we listen to every fucking thing. Um, you say you're sick and tired of being sick and tired of sick and tired of being pissed off. Um, who do y'all got winning? This, this tournament well this looks right now like Brian Danielson this is the one for his uh, this, this is one for him to win considering that he was there when Tony Khan announced this tournament but who will benefit from it and I feel who needs a title at the time uh, to to allow MJF and whatever this feud with, is with the AW championship to finally fizzle over who better to get all these titles until he gets to the main event is a Swerve Strickland. Okay. I, I, so we can talk I, I, all that shit. I'm fucking triple crown. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, so you, Brian and Swerve for the main event? Get to me. Or is Brody King the final boss? Hmm. How you feel, Ziggles? Uh, 
uh, emotionally, I want Mox to win all the time. <laughs> uh, but I think uh, I personally can see Eddie pulling an underdog situation and walking away with all of it. And I think, you know, what you were talking about with Serena, you know, she's owed her due. Yeah. And I, I definitely think Eddie Kingston is too. But at the same time, you know, Brian Danielson, the whole reason this kind of is happening is because it's his last year. And he has yet uh, to catch a championship in AEW as well. I'm sorry. Keep, exactly. Yes. So. Yeah, I mean, I I, I smoke a bag with all y'all y'all talking about. I don't want to drink this book, man. Goddamn. Go ahead, finish that four loco. Bye. Look, this right. <laughs> I'm at the nasty line right here. This is the line of the nasty. So every swaller from here on is gonna be a struggle. Um, Abaddon versus Kiara Hogan. Fuck you for twenty. <laughs> <laughs> we got spooky versus spooky. We gonna have Julia Hart versus uh, Abaddon after. Oh, Pretty decent match between her and Kiara Hogan. That's God, another talent. God damn it, God damn it. Yammed up and yammed out. In advance, I'm going to give you my rating. This was a patty pie because God damn Kiara Hogan and them yams. But sweet yams. Show me the way because I got. I'm going to eat today. Man, where, I'm, where am I light at? Even the zombie yams. I was like, man, you know what? Zombie yams, alive yams. I like yams. Just not in my bowl on Thanksgiving. <laughs> what did you think about the match? <laughs> I I love Abaddon, and I'm I really enjoy that I'm seeing them more on my TV. Mm-hmm. But should have been, yeah. I uh, I think, and I like Kiara Hogan, but she was there to do a job. Yeah, and uh, I'm looking forward to Julia Hart versus Abaddon though. Oh yeah, spooky. Is Abaddon becoming more humanized? Because at first she wasn't talking, and like she was talking. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, in, in 2023, I think House of Black does a great job of being themselves but also just adding I guess 25% of a supernatural element I think the same can be said for a judgment day but you can't do the same things in 2023 that you could do in 93 2003 when it comes to the supernatural element because the fans have gotten a lot smarter you have so much access to the backstage lives of talent to where you can't protect your character as much as you could back then so yeah so yeah i i I don't have no problem with abaddon becoming more humanized i think i think that character when and when she gets a bit more humanized but keep a little bit of supernatural element that'll get her over oh yeah i mean i've never had a problem with it it was just I never had a problem with Abaddon at all. Yeah. I felt like she should have been doing something. Like, was she played with injuries or something like that? Um, I do not know. Okay, you just see her like you know, like it seemed like almost every time uh, they get a new women's champion, they got to go through Abaddon. Like she's the Dolph Ziggler. Oh, <laughs> she's she the Dolph Ziggler of the of the division. Like <laughs> every time, like you got to go through Abaddon. You got to get a hardcore match or something. Like. I thought that was I thought that was the slot for uh 
No, yeah, yeah, it was. It was Nala Rose for a long time. That's who it was. That was the slot yeah. for Nala Rose. Yeah. Every time you became a new champion, you had to go through Nala, Nala Rose. Rose. Say their names and they show up on our screen. Dr. Ziggles, I, I shit you not. Whenever we're talking about a specific talent throughout the show as we watch these pay-per-views, CM Punk has showed up as the straight edge society leader, CM Punk, and he brought out who Who else? Serena Deeb. Serena Deeb. Shit's crazy. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a Samoa Joe interview where he got Samoa! <laughs> <laughs> I love Roddy Strong. I love yes. Next Strong. There's a great gimmick. Um, oh, Next Strong November is over, isn't it? Yeah. Shit. Next number, I guess, now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think of uh uh the kingdom and next draw i i love it i love the kingdom i've always loved the kingdom um i i love that roddy can do it you know what i mean like roddy is a talented dude and indeed only he can do something like this and not make it look as cringy as it does on paper right Finally, finally, he has found something that fits him. I know they tried it in Diamond Mine in NXT, and shit wasn't working. But I've, I have not. Adam, I don't think he was invested. Well, Roderick Strong ring, as far as his ring work, one oh, of always, the best. Always. One of the best. But he's always had an issue, I guess, when it came to his, uh, when it came to his promo work, mic skills. But I think he has found his niche with this whole neck strong thing. And man, every time he's on TV, I'm watching. Oh, I, yeah. wa- I want to find a reason to skip, but I cannot because right now I'm invested. Yep. Adam. <laughs> Adam. Daniel Garcia with Andrade El Idolo. You already knew who was gonna win. Um, why are we? Should, should we? Should, should, why are you with him? Should Daniel Garcia go to the E? That's my question. What I think is gonna happen? You're gonna see a lot of. I think Keith Lee. I think he will be back in the E. I think he's maintained a great relationship with Triple H or Paul Levesque. It'll be several other talents to go to the E. I think Daniel Garcia should stay right where he's at. Okay. Right where he's at. Everybody's campaigning for MJF. Oh, what if he goes to the E? He's going to be lost in the shuffle for the fact that the E has their top main eventers and stuff. So some people are going to get overlooked. I don't feel that way. I say that because MJF would have to be tamed in WWE. This is still a PG company to where in AEW, for being TV 14, MJF can say whatever the fuck he wants to say. How you feel, Ziggles? Man, I, I think... I, I agree, but I also disagree, and I don't even know how to like. Work <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I feel because I just I, I understand it on both sides. Yeah, exactly. It's like it can go either way. You know what I mean? Like with Keith Lee, I think 
I think him going back to the E is possible because of his wife. But at the same time, yeah. what were they doing with him? You know what I mean? And like him being with AEW, um, yeah, he's not doing a lot, but he also has that open contract to where he can work the indies if he wants to. And I think that's another thing of like the drawback to the E is like, are people like, oh, well, I might not be used, but at least here I can go do other stuff too. Well, based off, and I'm going back to uh, was the summer of 2020, Triple H put so much investment in Keith Lee. He gave him the NXT championship. He gave him the North American championship. Keith Lee was top, was the top star of AEW. Sad part about that was Vince McMahon was still in charge of everything, and he fucked Keith Lee up. I feel like if Keith Lee returns to to returns to the E. I think Paul Levesque would definitely have all the leeway in the world considering that Vince McMahon cannot get nowhere near creative now. And I think he's more safe over there. And I, I, I said this earlier about AEW and Tony Khan not, and this is just my opinion. Tony Khan hasn't booked a big guy yet to be considered top tier champion. Keith Lee is so far on on a totem pole of that, and I don't give a fuck about a Shane Taylor and Keith Lee feud. I, that, that's just, once again, that's just my opinion. But it's been dragged out for so long. We never got a, 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 a completion of Swerve versus Keith Lee. And I think that's why I can't I can't get behind yeah. a lot of everything that they're doing with Keith Lee because yeah. we we never picked up that Swerve few like it just stopped out of nowhere and i know i think it's what health issues it might be the the same issue that uh bray wyatt had well keith lee suffered the same issue that bray wyatt had where he had COVID and he had some heart issues so maybe that's it maybe he's just all right keith we know that you want to do more but we're just going to keep you on light duty for now and that that may be true too because i mean his in-ring work is not the way it used to be and i I totally agree. Well, let's hope. I mean, I just hope he's all right, though. I mean, I, I had high hopes for Keith Lee going to the main roster. I, you know, everybody got screwed around COVID, so. And speaking of looking over a certain what, what so Mike Santana and, and Ortiz, that's over with? I never, I wanted more of it, but it was the on Rampage. The feud uh, ended on Rampage. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They, they didn't put that on TV. <sighs> But, I mean, if you had no plans for it afterwards, I mean, it was still, a, I mean, it would be something to just to get them on. I thought the story itself should should have should have been dynamite worthy. Well, the issue I have a lot with some of these shows being on certain days. And okay. My dad watches Raw, mm-hmm. SmackDown, okay. Dynamite. That's it. That's Ooh, all he's going to watch. That's all he's ever going to watch. And I feel like all the casuals, that's all they're ever going to watch. And I feel like they might just really just watch Raw or SmackDown. Mm-hmm. No matter how much or, you tell or, them how or good. Or just Dynamite, you know what I'm saying? Like, No matter how much you tell them how good this specific show is. Look, you be talking, to, look, watch this show on a certain day. They're not going to watch it. Nope. No. I'm so drunk over here. So you either going to have to saturate it with some great talent to make them go to that show. And you're either going to have to go to hell (laughs) or go to hell. (laughs) Um, I I love that Andrade one. I mean, he need to do something. (laughs) Back to what we were talking about. 
I, I'm, I'm glad that Andrade won. I, I just want more for Daniel Garcia. And maybe this is just a way to give us some sympathy for Daniel Garcia to, you know. This is still a uh, a slow burn to Daniel Garcia's eventual uh, babyface turn. Matt Menard, Daddy Magic, was on uh, color commentary. And uh, Andrade shook the hand of Daniel Garcia and asked him, why the fuck would you, why, why are you with these clowns? Right. Yeah. We got uh, another promo between Roderick Strong. With hold, some... up. hold up. Hold up. Where, where is it at? I think <laughs> with Daniel Garcia. Yes. I think he's going to be the underdog in this tournament, and the only win he's going to get is over Daniel Bryan, mm. and he's going to join the BCC. Mm. Wow. Dr. Ziggles. I like that for sure. I like that. I like that a lot. Yep, I can see all that. That's where he. That's where he belongs. I mean, I. I, I still like the, the the dances. I mean, he's over. He can, he can speak on the mic pretty well. He, he got can, some drill music. Yeah. Yes. I, I like the whole package. <laughs> I like the whole package of Daniel Garcia. Yeah. And um, I mean, the whole thing is, you know, Brian was like, "You're a wrestler, you know, like you're not this sports entertainer that you're trying to be." Then we can I have a we can have a rift between him and Yuta. Hmm. Oh, I'd love that rematch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean because they battle each other anyway, you know. Well, he took it off of Yuta, yeah, correct. Yeah. So who better to take it off of Yuta again? Look at young Drew McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got the Kingdom Squash and the Iron Savages. Is that Bear Mountain? Is that somebody? Because I was like, what yeah, that's who, that's who it was. So Bear, that's Bear Mountain. Yep. They changed the name to Iron Savages. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Pretty pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, we got Ethan Page challenging Kenny Omega to see who is what is the king of Canada. You getting the V yeah. trigger upside your temple? <laughs> <laughs> Ethan Page should. I, I would love to see him in TNA. Yeah, that's where he was with Josh Alexander. Mm-hmm. I just think the north. It, yep. Yeah, the north. I just think it's too much talent in AEW that does the same thing Ethan Page does, and he got he definitely got lost in the, in the shuffle. Where is Scorpio Sky? Right. Okay. Keep, uh, I, I don't and I don't know what, what Scorpio Sky was. I didn't know what, he was heel face. I didn't. We didn't know. Did he have like what like two matches? Yeah, just two. Yep. Scorpio, where you at, dog? Where you at, son? <laughs> where you, where you at, B? <laughs> where you at, dog? <laughs> House of Black beat dog shit out of Matt Sidell and Christopher they Daniels. They did. Uh, do y'all care about Matt Sidell and Christopher Daniels' tag team as the tag team? Like, I feel like it's just. Yes. Yeah? I, I don't Yeah. Okay. To get over younger talent. Yeah, I get that. Yes. But I, I always put both of them at a higher regard than what this is. And I feel like we, we should have like a, a farewell tour for Christopher Daniels. And with Seidel, if something was going to happen that was major, it should have happened. I guess Mike Seidel said, fuck it. His brother Mike? Yeah. Because he hasn't been seen since 2019 AEW. 
WWE didn't do shit with Matt Seidel neither as he was Evan Bourne. What better way for them to be utilized is for enhancement talent for upcoming talent. Okay, you had your run, you had your chance. To me, that's what their worth is, is to building to the future. What else are you going to do? What else? So why you see value in them, Ziggles? Uh, I love Matt Seidel. I always have. Um, and I, Christopher Daniels is Christopher Daniels. He's legendary. Absolutely. He, he can still fucking go. And I do agree that, like, I think the minds that they have for wrestling, I think it's great to stand across the ring from them. Right. And I think any younger talent in a match against them is going to come away better because of it. Yes. I agree on that. And, um,. Normally, I hate the whole just pairing two people together for a tag team. But if it's something like that, they're not going to win it. They're not going to do anything with it. And it's just to put over the younger talent. I'm not upset about it. It gets them more ring time, and it gets the younger talent in there with someone who knows what they're doing. Now, visually, they look they look like they were a good pair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they match in wardrobes. <laughs> yeah. I got on glasses. You got on glasses. <laughs> I got hair. You ain't got hair. You got on Jordans. I got on Jordans. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Tony Storm, Timeless Tony. Oh. Ziggles, how do you feel about Tony Storm's gimmick? I love it. Because yes. in wrestling, it's hard to do anything original. Yes. Right. Because so many things have been done before. And with Tony, that's great. It, it's it's amazing. It's It's never been done before. And what what is talked about in my household a lot because me and my husband we've converted our girlfriend to liking wrestling and congrats she, by the way as well on that as well thank you yes. thank you so much yeah. um, but um one thing that we talk about a lot is there is a world there is a house in this world that tony storm and juice robinson exist at the same time together yep and that is probably the most unhinged household in the world. <laughs> and oh, yeah. I like to, we like to have this theory that that's not characters, that's just who they are, people. <laughs> and, but Tony just encapsulates it. it. It feels so natural and it's, it's incredible, I think. And that was the thing, it's like she reinvented herself when she realized that, you know, I don't really have a gimmick, it's not going anywhere. And she reinvented herself in a way that most people fail at. Yes. But, God, she does such a good job. And I, I, I have to double down on what you said. Maybe at the household of the Robinsons, this is how Tony Storm talks <laughs> <laughs> while cooking breakfast. Yes. <laughs> the juice is coming around. <laughs> I totally agree. Wide the fuck open. <laughs> Oh shit! The, I, she had me laughing because she had uh, she had a bad. My dad's been trying to give me this for several years, but she was suffering from gout on dynamite, and she just needed yeah, her feet was. rubbed. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. At the end of the day, uh, I was a I was a big fan of NXT UK. Tony Storm, awesome, definitely awesome. NXT uh, Tony Storm wasn't even that great, but NXT UK Tony Storm was fucking phenomenal. They didn't know what. And we we got yeah. back to me loving her because she was always great. Ring, come on now. Yes. Yeah. 
that was never the issue. I'm, I've rarely seen a bad match, and if it was a bad match, it was definitely on the other competitor side of it, of things, or them just not gelling together in the ring. But um, this timeless gimmick for someone to nail phenomenal. so much for her to be different is in black and white. She can be dark. She can be hilarious. All of these elements that she's crafted into this character, man, how could you not put that title on Tony Storm? Yeah. Um, it's going to take a real dog to take that off her. I don't feel like that's the only thing like uh, a wrestler like Kyra Sheeta needs is just we need to get more into her character. Yep. I mean, if you're investing in her character, then yeah. Her in ring work is phenomenal. Fla- like, and it's different. Absolutely. Yes. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not just, you know, whatever's the flavor right now. And for the record, I ne- just like I don't want to see Babyface Miz. I don't want babyface Britt Baker on my TV at all. Yeah, yes. she got to stay healed. Yes, or stay away from TV. This break that she's took has been refreshing. Yeah, I feel like they were just directionless with whatever yeah. they was trying to do with it. And then Jamie Hayter, I don't know her timetable, but I I would imagine she'd be back spring. Uh, I'm, I'm missing some Hayter. Hey, yeah. hey, 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 not cloudy at all, sky blue. <laughs> Check the archives. We have a song for sky blue. Uh, you know, uh, acting more old sky bluish. Yeah, not not the mist. She didn't have any mist on her face. She just had regular. Uh, what's that show? Ult, uh, what what's that store? Ulta. She had the Ulta makeup. Yeah, she had, she didn't have the yeah, hot topic. She... <laughs> <laughs> it was the Ulta. Right, it was Ulta makeup. Okay. <laughs> She said, I'm going to show up with my chin up and tits out. El Hingo Del Vincingo. Who? <laughs> El Hijo. Ari, bro. Versus Kip Saban. That's who it was. Ari, bro. Ari, bro. Versus who? <laughs> Kip Saban. There were a lot of improv. There was a lot of, uh, what was it? Uh, standby matches? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. This was one of them. Um, they did a dive, super kick, dive, uh, Luchin, dive, super kick, dive, Luchin, dive, super kick, dive, Luchin, dive, El Rodeo, <laughs> dive, El Toreo, dive, <laughs> Chichis, dive, Abuelas, super kick, La Rancha Viejo. Uh, I, I, I glad I'm glad they put uh, Vinkingo on my screen, fish and chips. <laughs> But <laughs> But at the end of the day, uh uh-huh. um, yo kinda just went away from him. Like that he should be like a special I should feel the way how I felt about Ray Mysterio, how I feel about him, man. Like four twenty. Why we're we not getting that. I feel like El Hijo del Vikingo is definitely someone that you should showcase. If you special. know how to say it, why you ain't saying <laughs> Because you went into it. I don't want to take your thunder away. <laughs> I don't want to take your thunder away. <laughs> All you have to do is say the son of the Viking. <laughs> I like the way I say it. Okay. That's why I go with it. But this 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 should definitely be a special attraction for special events. This man should not be seen on Dynamite. In my opinion, you put this guy on one of your top tier pay-per-views. You, you, you show him on All Out. All uh, not not all out, double or nothing, 
all in certain 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 venues like that he should not be shown weekly on dynamite and doing the shit that he does because that takes away the special the special part l the son of the viking i disagree okay i have seen him live many times okay and each each time it's it's incredible mm-hmm. And I, I will say that like there is a lot of lucha, and I think that um, trying to put lucha guys together is it's kind of like a kind of like how WWE does. They're like, oh, look at all these black people. We are going to make a black stable, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, all of these amazing black people can do so many things without each other and that's kind of how I feel about all the luchadors like Commander El Hio, El Vikingo mm-hmm. Phoenix, Penta, like of course you have the Lucha Brothers but um, just kind of putting them together is like oh well it's because they're Lucha and, and to but, me when, minority when I was first oh yeah that's definitely Minority Wars um <laughs> What we like to, what I thought would have been dope is just the trio of the Lucha Bros and and Vinkingo. That's what I. Oh, and the penalty beer has been conquered. I, I like to say that uh, that that trio with you know Penta being <laughs> Penta being you know saying so wild and crazy. Phoenix being just Phoenix and only doing what Phoenix can do mm-hmm. and Vinkingo doing whatever else that's rest of what people can, can do. Man, that was a great uh, trio, but you know, maybe we'll eventually get it. I'm so drunk. I don't even know what we was just talking about. Please forgive me. I hope I said something that was <laughs> <laughs> we got we got Miro and CJ Perry uh talking shit. Uh she had why we doing why are we doing the cuckold uh gimmick again, but I whatever. I don't know. She had on that Murphy Brown blazer, but she had them girlfriends out there. They was out. Yep. Uh we gonna end it with Brian Danielson looking like a pirate. Versus the lovable loser Eddie Kingston. I'm drinking. I'm falling. I can't wake up. Uh huh. <laughs> what did you think about the Mad Singles? I'm sorry. What was that? You cut out a little bit. Oh, um the the main event for Collision, Daniel Bryan versus, versus Eddie, Eddie Kingston. Kingston. Um, so I love both of these men yes. very much. Yes. They are great in their own ways yes um Ooh, excuse me i'm i'm not Cameron. surprised that brian won um i am curious to see what they're doing with eddie kingston right now um because you know he did put both of his titles on the line and he's lost both of his matches Stupid. so is he gonna be an underdog and kind of like out of nowhere take it all back or is he just gonna is he gonna lose all of it and then realize you know like oh maybe i got too cocky you know, and now I'm back at square one, and so I'm, I'm really curious to what's going on there. Well, I can see Hill. Uh, I can see Hill Kingston. You can give it to me. Yeah, uh, four twenty often calls him the lovable loser. I just thought it was the silliest thing for him to put his ROH championship and, and a New Japan championship up. Yeah, if it all falls down, what else do you do? Turn heel. Or do we have him 
just go on a streak until uh what's it called when worlds ends right but doesn't come out the champ he gets close he probably gets to the finals but he doesn't come out as this specific champion that's what makes him turn heel well <laughs> that was collision <laughs> but my notes usually be better than this <laughs> but it is what it is uh thank you ziggles for coming through shouts out dr ziggles keep on doing the good work you will be a future champion somewhere and we will support oh you got anything you want to plug uh follow me anywhere dr ziggles uh, paging Dr. Ziggles on every platform um, and not only that watch watch GCW watch GCW that's, that's my only plug I have alright well thank you for joining us we will be, no problem or we'll see you soon absolutely you guys take care thank you too indeed do the same Bye.